2: A key of hearing today pertaining to James Crumbly's upcoming involuntary manslaughter trial. WWJ legal analyst Charlie Langton joins us live with a preview. Charlie.
1: Well, good morning, Jackie. That's right. this trial for James Crumley, of course, that is the father of the Oxford High School shooter, will start March fifth. But the prosecutors and the defense attorneys they will be in Judge Cheryl Matthews courtroom a little later this morning. It's a procedural issue. They're going to try to figure out who are the witnesses and some of the procedural matters like exhibits, etc. Now, legal filings hint that the prosecutor may not call some school officials to testify. They apparently were too emotional during the last. Trial being that of Jennifer Cromley, the Oxford High School shooter's mother. Instead, student victims may testify for the prosecution, although expect the defense to object. The issue is really what did James do or didn't do. Those uh, They will probably stipulate that four students were tragically killed. James Cromley, will he testify? Well, the defense doesn't have to say, but that remains an issue. It could be. Maybe not. We'll see. Reporting live, Charlie Langton, WWJ News Radio 950.
3: A 19-year-old man died in a crash during a police chase in Southfield. Officers attempting to stop a stolen vehicle last night, but the young driver took off and immediately crashed into a fence on Evergreen between West Hampton and Westover. He was pronounced dead at the hospital. Two 17-year-old girls who were in the vehicle with that 17-year-old, with that male driver, the 19-year-old male we're taken to a hospital. The girls have non-life-threatening injuries. Thousands of people gathering on the Michigan
2: State University campus last night in remembrance of the shooting one year ago. Berkey Hall and the MSU Union were lit up in green as bells were tolling at Beaumont Tower. At 8.18 p.m., two bells sounded for Ariel Anderson and Alex Werner. At 8.25, Beaumont Tower sounded another toll for Brian Fraser. Several tents were also set up on campus, giving students a place to write down their thoughts and seek support services. Classes will resume today after being canceled yesterday.
3: Well, if you are planning to use Rideshare today, you may have trouble getting where you're going. Thousands of Uber, Lyft, and delivery drivers, including DoorDash, are planning a nationwide strike between 11 a.m and 1 p.m. in the fight for fair pay. The Justice for App Workers Coalition, which represents about 130,000 drivers and delivery workers, says its drivers will not provide any rides to and from airports in 10 major U.S. cities. In response, Uber says most of its drivers are satisfied with what they earn. Just about a week ago, Lyft said it now guarantees drivers will make at least 70% of their fares each week. There's been no comment yet from DoorDash.
2: Today is one of two student count days in Michigan schools. The superintendent of Clausen Public Schools, Billy Schellenbarger, is hoping for a good turnout.
1: The spring count day is a little less important than the fall count day. I, I believe about 90% of our funding comes from the fall. That being said, every, every um, dollar counts in, in the public sector. You know, we, we are funded essentially solely on our per-pupil headcount.
2: Sheldon Barger says it's especially important for smaller school districts like Clawson.
3: Former Detroit Police Chief James Craig is calling it quits a little over four months after launching his campaign for the U.S. Senate. Craig has decided to drop out of the race. He had been among a crowded field of Republicans, hoping to replace Democratic Senator Debbie Stabenow, who's retiring. Craig says he's now considering running in Detroit's mayoral election next year.
2: Well, today is Ash Wednesday, a holy day of prayer and fasting in many Western Christian denominations. And for Catholics, it's the start of Lent, 40 days of sacrifice leading up to Easter. Father Mario Amore of St. Aloysius Church in Detroit says today is an opportunity for Christians to recognize a deeper conversion. And he explains why they mark that with with ashes in the shape of a cross on foreheads.
0: These ashes remind us that we're dust and uh, to dust we shall return. So it's a reminder of our own mortality.
2: Archbishop of Detroit, Alan Vigneron, will deliver the sermon at the noon Mass today at St. Aloysius Church in Detroit.
3: It turns out Super Bowl 58 was good for gamblers and a bad one for the sports books. According to reports,
0: $185.6 million was bet
3: through 182 sports
0: books in Las Vegas alone on Super Bowl 58 Sunday night. That's a brand new record. That eclipses the old record set in last year's Super Bowl 57 by just over $6 million. However, you won't find sportsbook officials really celebrating that news. That's because officials got socked with some major losses Sunday night because those sportsbooks lost the two major bets that most of the public wagered on, which was the Kansas City Chiefs getting two points from the San Francisco 49ers and the total number of points for the game going under 50.5 points. Losing those bets caused Las Vegas sportsbooks to only turn a $7 million profit. Overall, Americans bet a reported $13 billion on Super Bowl Fifty Eight. That is also a new record. Tony Ortiz, WWJ News Radio, nine fifty.
2: Valentine's Day is about to recognize. It's about recognizing your partner and making them feel special. Oakland University Professor Terry Orbach, also known as the Love Doctor, says that includes couples that have been together for a long time and don't always expect much out of their partner. Be sure you share your
3: expectations for how you want to celebrate Valentine's Day, so it can be today or it can be next weekend or next month so share communicate your
0: expectations with your partner
2: make sure time or to take time to appreciate your partner today and of course make it personal based on their wants and needs
3: mike three michigan restaurants make open tables 2024 list of the country's most romantic eateries two are in grand rapids the third is in new buffalo that one is a Copper Rock Steakhouse, featuring dry-aged steaks and cold water lobster. In Grand Rapids, you might fall for Leo's. In the heart of downtown, it's noted for its seafood, classic cuisine, and decadent desserts. Also in Grand Rapids is MDRD, which is known for its Spanish food and dinner, with a view from the 27th floor of the Amway Grand Plaza, which overlooks the river.